0: Okay. All right. Okay. Return to the Mac. Get on what it is, what it does, what it is, what it isn't. Looking for a better way
1: to get up out of bed instead of getting on the internet and checking a new kid.
2: Do you know that song? Know it. Love it. Yeah. Play it. Work out to it. I just feel like that just like gets us going. Oh, yeah. Especially for the guests that we have in today. Oh, my gosh. I, this is big.
0: This is amazing.
2: Yeah. I mean, you don't know her. Nope. But you're everybody. You and everybody that listens to us all 190. 190- yep. 2,000 listeners that we have are going to find out who this guest is today. Yeah. And we've actually, sorry, we've actually talked about her before on our episode. And um, we talked about her with Andrew Ambrys. Yeah. Because he was like, oh my gosh. And we realized that we knew each other. Connections. Yep. Um, But of course, she's my family. So of course, she's even cooler than she already is. But today we're going to meet and talk with Jill Kruger Brown. And she works at, ooh, she works at college. I think Northwestern Missouri State, when we call her and we'll talk to her about that. But also she is, she's got this new platform that she's doing. It's called Collisions of Awesomeness and she's a public speaker. She's had numerous public speaking events and her topics are so cool. Um, So if you like have any kind of like corporations or anything like that, definitely, especially after you hear from her today, um, you guys are going to want her to come speak to you. Um, also on that same note, we need to do a shout out to one of our sponsors, our one and only sponsor currently, yep. Lena, do you want to hit that up?
0: Um, my older sister, Emily, <laughs> she will take care of all your finance needs. So Edward Jones, Emily Smith. Smith, Smith.
2: Yes. And not only your financial, financial needs, but life insurance, anything like that. Um, advising for what's that called? Budget? retirement all of it yes just give her a call and she is not in the state of nebraska but she's in oklahoma and a phenomenal advisor i think one of the biggest things if you guys do uh do anything with money and, and, and that sort like you have to have a, have to have an advisor that wants to communicate with you and do what's best for you and, and your you family trust, and exactly. you know
0: setting you up for success in yeah. the
2: future yep. mm-hmm. and okay. emily smith will do that for you yes she will okay so um well let's give jill a call It's be so much fun.
1: Oh.
2: Ring. I love these calls. Whoa. Jill. Hello. How's it going? Good,
1: yeah, how are you?
2: You said that you were sick and you sounded all like you did, you smoked and stuff.
1: <laughs> I know. Oh, I'm getting better. It's like my whole job involves talking on the phone and doing videos. You sound
2: great. You do sound good.
1: Oh, well, thanks. I'm yes. on my headset, so I feel like I'm, you know, like some kind of character from a show.
2: I feel yeah. like you're right here in studio with us. You I sound so too. good. You do sound good.
1: Oh, well, good. I know. Dad always says, call me from that fancy headset rather than from your car. I can actually hear
2: you. Oh, uh, nice. So, Jill, and we have Lena. Of course, I have Lena with me
0: hi Lena.
1: did you guys suck out of the ditch i saw your video yeah, i was jill, like oh that was no tough. it was not a good day
0: yeah that was not good but yes, she's she's had a rough day today was, like yeah. uh, let's just be happy we're I here had, like ditch amnesia i forgot a couple appointments I was supposed to meet with cobes and do some chatting yeah, it was, yeah oh man it, yeah you yeah, know it was rough yep good now though good yep. to go i'm excited to that's, chat with you yep.
1: that's that's good mm-hmm. we have the same kind of mud level around here so yeah. i saw that and i was like oh gross
2: yep mm-hmm. um okay jill what college do you work at is it northwestern
1: uh, Northwest Missouri State University.
2: Okay. And what is your job title there?
1: Oh, gosh, I have lots. Uh, let's call me today Director of Corporate Relations.
0: <laughs> oh, nice. Okay. I'm also a
1: major gift officer. I'm also a donor experience officer. Like, it just depends on what you want to give me, what title <laughs> I tell you. Okay.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay.
2: And one of the biggest things, and I, because we already kind of in- intro introduced you, and then we're going to call and just, like, double check on this. So, like, you have this new thing, Collisions of Awesomeness talk to us? Like, where did this idea come from? Like, what, it's, what is it about?
1: Oh, sure. So I have always had like a little bit of a side hustle as a speaker. Um, and then I decided a number of years ago to try to actually make it a business. And then, you know, COVID. So I'm the person who started a business and then COVID shut it down like three months later. Mm-hmm. Um, but to um, me, it actually didn't shut it down because there was actually even a bigger need for content about joy and being grateful. And networking, and so I just had to take my little side hustle online. So I did literally, oh gosh, I don't even know how many presentations online to schools and teachers all over the country. And then, um, eventually, now finally, we're back to in person. Thank goodness, because I like people's faces so much more than just talking to a Zoom screen.
2: Right. Um, Okay. What? What are some of the speeches that you offer currently?
1: Sure. So I would say the most common one that I give is truly just about the importance of saying thank you and writing thank you notes and just being gracious when life doesn't necessarily always go your way. I do that one a lot. I also do a lot of presentations on networking because that's just what I do all day long for my real job. And then I also do a whole lot of presentations about dining etiquette and how to act at social hours, which is pretty funny that people pay me to teach them how to you know, hold a beer and be nice to people. Um, but some that's Some people fine. need it, some I, people need I, it. <laughs> I thoroughly love it. So I do that presentation. A lot, <laughs> for sure.
2: What, what What is your favorite presentation that you give?
1: Oh, I like any presentation where I actually get to be like down amongst the people, if that makes sense. So like I, I like to keynote and be like, you know, on a big stage, having a good time. But I really like it much more if I can be down, like talking to one-on-one, especially with students. Students are certainly my passion area. Um, just trying to help them understand like they control their future, but they've got to decide to be in control of their future so those are usually my favorite kind of presentations just because i feel like you get to know them a little bit more get to be a little bit more engaged
0: Mm -hmm. right on yeah i would agree sometimes i think maybe me and Haley might need some etiquette in
1: our (laughs) podcast when we're (laughs) together
0: yeah yeah. for sure (laughs) (laughs) sometimes the things
2: sometimes the things that lena say are a little well i mean
0: yeah
1: that might be
2: true uh jill have you ever listened to our podcast
1: I have. I listened to it off and on. I was listening to your Valentine's Day one right up until you called um, just because I was like, I sometimes uh, we all share a Spotify account, which is the death of me. So invariably, I'm like trying to listen. And then somebody else like instead wants to listen to Autoline Detroit or somebody else. And I'm like, knock it off. Yeah. Um, So the fact you posted a YouTube link today, I was like, yes, I will not interfere with anybody's Spotify
2: listening. That's hilarious. I didn't realize when Spotify does that. If you like,
1: yes it'll bounce you out it's like old-timey like landline calling like no nope, you're done no oh, this person's fun. listening. it's like oh, disney God. plus if
2: you give it out to too many people it's like oh <laughs> you have way too many accounts signed in you're gonna get logged off
1: yeah well oh. and i hate it more it always like switches to what they're listening to so then i'm like who else what is happening no stop it
2: <laughs> okay so jill you're also a mom right yep yeah correct. and uh have a daughter kenzie how old is kenzie
1: indeed 16 just walked in the door you know valentine's oh my gosh. day so. oh tell her
2: happy valentine's
1: i will she had gotten a giant package in the mail which she was super excited about and then a majority of it was actually for me so that was pretty fantastic
2: <laughs> um so kinsey's like my spirit high school human because we both share the love of cheer netflix cheer yeah. and I so think she let,
1: okay. i think she'd claim you as a mom quicker than she oh my me, gosh yeah clear. so
2: like because like, netflix or the cheer went on to her and, Lena, and so like. I wanted to go, but like I didn't want to go by myself.
0: Okay.
1: And sure. I couldn't take like
2: my old lady friends. So I right. took Kinsey.
1: Oh, uh, got it. All right. And Kinsey's it was like, top 10 day for oh sure. Oh,
2: gosh. It was That's so fun. Amazing. Yeah. It was so cool. So cool. Um, what has been the best speaking, or like the most fun speaking engagement that you've ever done? Oh, God. Or most rewarding?
1: Uh, I think that's the tricky part, right? Like everyone, that sounds really cheesy to say, everyone is rewarding, but it truly is because I usually always wear some ridiculous, like, it's just funny, I talk about professional dress, but I don't follow my own rules. So I always wear something ridiculous, like a big owl necklace or ridiculously oversized earrings. Cause I know invariably I'll then cross paths with a person afterwards. And to me, that's where it's most rewarding. If they actually like put two and two together, like, oh, hey, I wasn't totally sleeping during your talk and you know (laughs) i appreciated this like i I thoroughly love that i talk a lot in my um talks too about the value of writing a ps at the end of all notes you write to people because that's where your mind goes first and your eyes go first and so i love it i got like three notes this week from kids and they'd all written me a ps uh so i know like they might not have heard or gotten it all but you know they got the part that i care about too
2: (gasps) i did not know that okay can you tell us a little bit more about that jill we gotta learn something yeah
1: yeah i learned that uh a wonderful tip actually from a fellow fundraiser about when you write notes to donors, you should always write a PS. That's very personal. And that's some kind of action oriented like PS I'll call you this week or PS. I hope you got your dog trained or whatever it might be. Right. Um, that's personal and calls to action. But I do that with almost all my notes. And it is kind of funny because it is what you look at first. Why is there a P.S.? Yeah, now, now that I'm thinking there.
2: about it, if I got anything, that's the first thing you look at. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Wow.
1: Uh-huh. So so I try to make that my goal. Anytime I visit with somebody, I'm constantly thinking about what am I learning about them that I can include, honestly, like in the P.S. You know, like mm-hmm. P.S., I'm going to write about the llama. P.S., I'm going to write about, you know, whatever it might be.
0: Right. What do you think is the biggest obstacle to gratitude? Like,
1: I think I think so many people get hung up and worried about saying the wrong thing that they just get like paralysis and they just mm-hmm. don't say anything at all. Like they're so worried that you're going to, oh gosh, I'm going to thank them and I'm going to say the wrong words or they're going to think this is weird. But I don't ever once recall getting a note and being like, well, that's weird. You know, like <laughs> you're immediately thankful. And so I think a lot of people just make it too hard or maybe they think it has to be a really eloquently written note. I mm-hmm. currently am in love with those little Walmart um, one and a half inch thank you notes that they sell over in the card section because you truly can just write like barely anything in there. Other oh than yeah, like, like those oh, little oh, like the sure. little mini
2: cards, yeah. right? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. yeah
1: so I, yep. I send those. I leave those. I hand those to people just because they're so mm-hmm. fun. Because mm-hmm. you're like what is this little nugget you're handing me or leaving mm-hmm. me? And in the case of our campus, I don't know what your college campus does, but we use ridiculously huge. And so I love to drop one of those little notes in there, knowing the person's going to get it and be like, there's nothing in here. Oh, wait, no, there it is.
2: <laughs> oh, like those, uh, oh, the big mailer envelopes? Uh-huh. Yes. Oh, right.
1: Those inter campus yeah with the, like envelopes. with the string and like you have to wrap uh-huh. it around yeah. like 100 figure eights. A hundred percent. Yes. We use a lot of those. So I, I thoroughly live to send those to people knowing that they're going to be like, there's nothing in here. What is happening? I didn't
2: see it. Okay. So like, you know, some people like before they understand like the, I'm trying to think of the words, like the, the heart and soul of like gratitude, like usually have to go through something. Right. Mm -hmm. So like, what was it with you? Like, I feel like you've always been this way. Like you've always been this awesome person, like seize the day, show, (laughs) show love and all this, but like, or was there something Were you like born and raised that way from your mom and dad or did something Uh, uh, happen?
1: Sure. No, that's a good question. Um, I think in my case, I was truly born forced, whatever word you want to use, (laughs) um, where our mother uh, believed so firmly in the power and importance of sending thank you notes said it was never an option. It was always, you know, send a thank you note. No matter what it was. And as a kid I was always like, Whatever, crazy you know, because you're like, I'm six, I wanna go play. Right. Um, but she just made that such a habit. And then you quickly realize what a powerful habit it is because when you start to write a thank you note to somebody, you automatically turn into like a school kid still, like, ooh, they're gonna love this. Ooh, right. I'm gonna make their yeah. whole day with this note. Mm-hmm. So for me I don't think it was any big moment. Now that being said, I love to use thank you notes to try to like reach and meet cool people um which might sound very strange but like so if i'm listening to a podcast or gosh reading a book reading an I'm article you. listening to somebody i'll always send them a thank you note because i figure the worst they're gonna do is chuck it in the mail like chuck it in the trash you know or not read my twitter message or whatever it might be but most of the time they always write me back because they're like gosh that was really nice <laughs> you know whatever it might be so i tend to do that a lot um
2: i'm writing that down yeah, We're, that's huge. Lena. We gotta start doing that. Yeah, we we, we like it's, to write thank yous.
1: I think when I'm
0: okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, we yep. we we did. We started. Yeah, yeah. For, yep, we started oh, yeah. writing,
2: yeah. and um, I also have always been a big thank. Maybe that was maybe our grandma instilled that in our parents. I don't know. Um, Clearly, have to a bit. forced at birth. Um, but uh, so I made I teach a class this semester, and I made them the first day of class. I had to write a, a like a thank you grateful letter to one person, and that was oh, so it was. Like hearing the responses, like like some of them sent it to their mom, and they've like uh-huh. never told their mom thank you, and it was it was pretty cool. Well, um, I think
0: uh-huh. the beauty, you you had to mail it, which yeah, we had
2: was to really mail it, yeah, which you know? also took some time because yeah. they didn't know how to address an envelope, but
1: we're getting somewhere. <laughs> such, a, such a good life skill. You <laughs> yeah, make so make me so laugh, then, but it's true. It's yeah, so they, so they do Yeah, don't know. after
2: that, I was like, okay, we're doing pen pals now to second graders <laughs> since that's where our level is.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Uh-huh. But oh. doing your part, doing yeah.
2: Your part. Mm-hmm. Um. So also, Jill. She. This is like she's so humble. But Jill. So she went to University Nebraska Lincoln. Okay. Oh. She, she was the homecoming
0: queen. Yeah,
1: Shut hilarious. the door.
0: <laughs> but that's like a big thing. That is a big thing. But <laughs> like people voted yeah. for her. Yeah. Uh, well, right to have, of you have, to have certain Let's things just even be nominated.
2: Like, yeah. Like <laughs> she's somebody. Yep. Yeah. Ah. Yep. It's crazy.
1: You're hilarious. It's
2: a big thing. <laughs> Yeah, it was quite
1: comical. The joke my mom likes to tell is uh, I wasn't even kind of listening because I didn't think there was a snowball's chance in Hades (laughs) that I was going to win. So they're like going through what happens if you win. So what's recorded on the field is me saying, where's the 50-yard line? Because I didn't think I'd actually have to care or pay attention. (laughs) And then you ended up winning. (laughs) And I know that much about football. Where's the 50? (laughs) So that's what my family always likes to joke about. Like, (sighs) not only is she aloof, she doesn't even kind of (laughs) know.
2: And what did you end up going to college for?
1: Uh, my bachelor's degree is in agriculture journalism. Mm-hmm. So keeping on that family radio mm-hmm. um, tie. And then my master's degree is in education administration. So awesome. I only worked in TV for a little bit and then switched over to yeah, all higher ed.
0: Gotcha. What do you like? What is it that you like about higher ed?
1: Oh, gosh, I adore higher ed. I can't imagine any reason I'd ever leave higher education, because I think we get students when they're at their best, because it's like, especially if you're from a farm, you know, they're separated from what they've always known or their mother or their herd, you know, and they have to, like, find their way. And so I love nothing more than watching freshmen honestly sometimes be a little lost, I think that's good, uh, and then watching them actually find their passion and their purpose and where they want to go and be I think it's just so fun to watch. I now work over in the alumni and the foundation side of it. So I spend all day talking to people about that transformation they had, you know, in college. But I love that I also get to literally watch it out my window being office on a college campus too.
0: I think your mindset even is different when you said at their best, cause I yeah. would have described that completely differently. Same, you know. Same. Yeah. yeah, I don't- I that, like that I though. Yeah, I do too. That was good. Yeah, It's really that good. It
1: was kind of fun.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
2: What has been the most challenging thing for you as a mom?
1: Oh, gosh. Everything, right? No, just kidding. I'm very spoiled. You're right. The first answer. (laughs) (laughs) I am very spoiled that I have a wonderful uh, child who is very involved and does all the things and loves school. So I joke, it's not, that part's not hard ever. It's more hard watching people go through, you know, why can't, you know, just the choices people make and what people Mm want to do and, how they respond. I think that's the hardest part of parenting is like staying in your lane of, well, I can't control that, but I can control what happens here. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So just helping instill that knowledge, knowing that she will be that college student soon, going through that whole transformation I was just talking about and knowing how to make those you know decisions and make a plan and do the things as she gets older, I think is the, I would say is the hardest part. I always look back on the younger years. I've always journaled to her uh, every day when she was little, And I like to go back and read that journal because I'm like, oh, geez, the things I used to worry about The jump change compared to what I'm going through now. (laughs) Exactly. But I think that's the nice part. I think our parents would say the same thing watching us even now, you know, like, oh, no, this is the worst part or whatever Mm -hmm. it might be.
2: Um, Have you instilled the power of a thank you in Kinsey?
1: A hundred percent. And I am so spoiled that she, I think, kind of learned it through well, probably forcing, but also osmosis, uh-huh. that she's always the first one. I mean, that kid writes better notes. She's got penmanship like your mom, Haley. She has so a she's nice got penmanship. great handwriting yeah. and writes a ton of notes, which I'd like to say I could take credit for. But really, I think she had no choice, but now just does a really good job.
2: <laughs> um. So Kinsey also, uh, this fun little fact, she also has a business. How
1: Jill, like, does. did you instill
2: that in her? Like, or how did she even, can you explain to the listeners what she does and like, how oh, did she sure. get into that? We should maybe just have her on here, but.
1: You should have her on. Yeah. She would love it. Um, we just had to do a Zoom interview the other day with a class, and she thoroughly loved it. So, I'm like, yes, we're <laughs> going to. My, my dream is that she's going to become my, you know, sidekick in my speaking business. Oh, that's like, good. hashtag, yes. that's my oh, life goal. Yeah. I'm like, how fun would that be? Um, but she, so when you're a member of the FFA organization, you have to have an SAE in order um, to have your, um have a business or have some kind of records that you're doing that um, shows that you know how to, you know, do chores if you're living on a farm or some kind of operation. So it's called a supervised ag experience. But since we are not agricultural at all, um, because we live, you know, out in the country above a wildlife refuge, she needed some other kind of project in order to be able to qualify and have a supervised ag experience as part of her FFA project. So in the middle of the night, she would tell you, that, I mean, we had racked our brains for forever. Like, what are we going to do? Like, get a couple goats up here. Are we going to have a couple chickens. You know, we had no ideas. And then uh, I woke her up, like, in the middle of the night. I'm like, oh, my gosh. I know what we can do. We could make dog birthday cakes. Because we had just recently got a dog. And there's nowhere around here that has Pepper. dog birthday cakes. Pepper, yeah. So we started and... Um, started making cakes but that was infinitely harder than we realized because like dog stuff is not shelf stable and everything else and then honestly covid happened and then everybody got a dog and everybody was home and so instead we switched over to dry treats and so i'd say like just to give you an example like last year at christmas i bet she had over a hundred orders so we're really cranking out thousands of dog treats out of our home and they have fun shapes and we mail them in cute bags and we mail them all over the country. That's um, but the best part was during COVID, we delivered a ton of it, which was so fun because everybody was home during COVID. So we had I always laugh people like have terrible memories about COVID for lots of different reasons. But in our home, that was like probably one of my favorite experiences just because we got to go and see so many people um, through their window, of course, but you know, got to meet their dogs and give them treats and a little bit of bright spot and all that crazy.
2: And they're the Huge. cutest little things, because she has all sorts of fun little, they do those do that in molds, right? Is yeah, molds so we or? have like,
1: yeah. like a punch, It's like a puncher. I always joke, we both look like we've been through war, because our hands are permanently like <laughs> marked from doing the punches. Because um, we just did Valentine's treats, I just rolled out oh, yesterday. Yeah, they are the cutest, uh,
2: little, treats. The oh, cutest so, little treats.
1: So that's very fun um, that we do. And then that'll end like she'll do it while she's in FFA, but really my goal is she wants to be a teacher when she grows up. And I know that teachers sometimes don't always make the best salaries. So I just wanted to always teach her how to be a business owner, just because she always needed a side hustle because the kid likes to shop.
2: <laughs> yeah, she does. Yeah. She's got good style. I'm always style. just
0: amazed with young entrepreneurs. Like I find it so fun and fascinating that people at a young age take an interest or a desire and then not just have that, but then make it happen. It's so fun. Uh-huh. I love that. I think that's so amazing.
1: Yeah. yeah I mean, we def- definitely have our moments where, you know, we're at each other's <laughs> wits ends because it's a lot of work. And it, like, unfortunately, the big orders come in at Christmas time, which is also finals and everything else. So oh, I said, I, I prepared her well right. for college. Like yeah. that stress level is already high already in our house. So.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Didn't back yeah. in the day, you used to have a an Instagram page where it was like, Kinsey says or something. Oh,
1: yeah it's kenzie facebook so uh, kenzie funny. says and it's still alive oh because uh, the other day oh i got God. on there and read them and i was dying all over again i always say don't add to it anymore although i have plenty of but, like when she
2: was younger oh, hilarious, so hilarious. It, hilarious. It, it, like oh we should gosh. have jill come on a show with us and she could give like a oh 30 yeah. minute bit of
1: yeah. her daughter uh, oh. kenzie says yeah, yeah. there was some some real humdingers in there for sure yeah <laughs> it's she always so amazing
0: the gifts that life give you like the little comedic relief mm-hmm. it does either through your spouse or your kids. Yeah. It's glorious.
2: She'd be like a mix of your children, like of Celia and Vivi. Yeah. Like oh. a good mix.
0: So fun. Super sassy. Yeah. We used to write all those things down that were so good. Yeah, I need to start doing that. That's yeah. good. I yeah. need to start doing that. Because you're gonna need it on a rainy day. Yeah, you yeah. like
1: you guys need to have your own Facebook page what your kids say. What are you kidding? Oh my all god, god. Oh, we, should. we should I every should every now and then yeah. for yeah. sure. Letty's
2: yeah. new thing right now is um, she really wants a baby buffalo. Oh. <laughs> Like a live one.
0: Oh yeah,
2: and, sure. Yeah, and her uncle Guy uh-huh. um, will get her whatever she wants. Like he's got her a real life unicorn, but he left the gate open and it flew away. Oh God, <laughs> Come on. I know. So that he uh, he uh, called her the other day, and she was like, "Yeah, Uncle Guy, I want a baby buffalo." And he's like, "You know, I have some friends in Canada." He's like, "I'll get you a bucket calf baby buffalo with a baby <laughs> bottle." And so Letty's ah. like make it happen. Yeah, so she keeps telling everybody she's getting a baby buffalo.
1: Nice. Oh my god, that'd be yeah. fantastic. Yeah. yeah.
0: The stories. It's, yeah. The stories, Kids are right? so cute. They are They're so the cute. The kid behind
1: me at the game the other day thought his mom was having a baby owl rather than a baby brother. Oh my so god. I was also thoroughly enjoying that. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> yes. But your mom got oh, in there
1: no. an owl oh, like yeah. okay.
0: <laughs> It's Like, I don't need a sibling, but uh-huh. I need a pet bird.
1: Yeah. <laughs> pet bird.
0: Something yes, ferocious. Predatory, yes, exactly. <laughs>
2: yeah. um, who is, like, who's your best friend, Jill? Oh, I mean, gosh. I want to be one, but, like, I think. Right? My, uh, we talk about, my sister and I talk about this all the time. Like, you are the coolest. Um, I mean, we have a lot of cool cousins, but you're pretty cool. Don't. don't
1: oh, right. Right back at you. Yeah, I don't tell I any of the
2: others, but. Stir in the pot.
1: Right?
0: Stir in <laughs> yeah. the pot. Here we go.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, you guys are adorable. Yeah, so, like,
2: who, who's your best friend?
1: Oh, gosh. I think that's too hard to answer one person because I feel like, especially the age I'm at now and having a teenager, that I have a different friend, best friend, depending on what the situation is. So, like, I have best friends that I run races with. I have mm-hmm. best friends that I go to concerts with. I have best friends that I talk all things mom with. I have best friends that I get to travel and speak with. And so it's so hard, and I feel so lucky that I don't have an answer to that question. I love that. <laughs> because
0: no, I feel like... I think like... you do. I think yeah. you do. I think that said it all. Yeah. And I mean, you and I so... just met, so you can't say me yet, but I mean... <laughs> yeah. than...
1: I'm a pretty big fan, though. Let's <laughs> yeah. be clear. I'm so sad. <laughs> one of these times, I'm going to show up for one of you guys' actual shows. Oh, I'm yeah, so yeah, sad I, I couldn't come yeah.
2: tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that also opened up another topic. So Jill has run like 50 marathons.
0: Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good for you. And... That's amazing.
2: <laughs> yeah, great. Crazy. The, uh, the coolest thing about Jill, though, like she's like no no offense like she's not gonna win it but
1: she's Definitely just there no. to have
2: fun and like to create a memory oh, and she, no,
0: she's gonna run it that, yeah, yeah that's and like winning it's just, in my book exactly
2: have, she she's just yeah. and i we i ran one a half with her and she was just so positive the whole time and meanwhile i'm like there's dying no and
0: there's no yeah, way had to go to the er you would find the darkest side of me in a marathon is just not necessary for the no, world she's just to so positive
2: and like i remember oh, i was God. like so what do i need for this first one and i don't what do you call it? like thigh butter or something? Oh yeah, I've heard of it. Oh. Yeah, you don't body glide, body glide, <laughs> and she's chafing. like, you don't understand. No, like things will start
0: to <laughs> bleed and burn. I've heard about that. I <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't know from yeah. experience. So no. I was just concerned. Yes. I'm yeah. like, yeah,
2: rubbed myself down in that yeah. like it was lotion.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you were slick for days. Yeah, You're like, yep. Uh huh. Oh, I know God. once you
1: realize <laughs> the wonder it is, you use it for all kinds of things like you gotta sure.
0: work out of my boots, body glide. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. What was your favorite marathon?
1: Uh, oh golly uh my favorite probably was we did the dc marathon my brother and i did um and that was more cool just because you got to see all of dc and the roads were all blocked so there was no traffic so that was quite delightful there was also i didn't take into consideration and that's bad on my part because i'm married to a veteran how many people would be running in honor of a veteran who's not here anymore and so that Uh. part of it was a little mentally taxing all day long to think about yeah but it was also super cool to see so many different branches of the military and i'm big government dork and so that one was lots of fun my brother and i've run them though all kinds of funny places and have oh gosh that could be its own speech in itself Um, how how old were you people we've met they
2: were oh no (laughs) her brother (laughs) jill you know what i'm talking about
0: (laughs) the cat shirts (laughs) the cat shirts (laughs) oh sweet you better pull Uh, off a picture real fast yeah oh my gosh i'm I'm gonna try to find one okay well how old were you the first time you ran a marathon
1: Oh, I, well, that's the funny part, right? Like, I didn't ever run in high school, ever. I didn't do any sports. And so I got into this more when my littlest brother came to college, because he was a runner. So I figured, yeah, hey, it's a good way to make him hang out with his, you know, much cooler, older sister. Oh, yes. So I started running, that means like, oh, gosh, in my 30s. And so since then, I've run quite a few. I haven't run as many I only run a couple a year now because I live in a very hilly town, and training is – that's my excuse. Uh, But I need to get back to it because I work on a college campus that has beautiful trails, so I have no excuse.
0: Well, what is – you know, for a lot of people, marathons are a one and done or, like, a lifetime achievement, an anniversary of age achievement. What is the desire to keep running them?
1: Oh, I love – I. especially like a half marathon, 13 miles, just because that doesn't quite wreck your body as much as a 26 miler does. But what I like about a 26 miler is I like to constantly challenge myself. I'm very goal oriented. So I kind of like the place you got to go to in your head to realize you're going to make it. Because then honestly, no matter like what conversation I'm in or meeting I'm in or just total ridiculous that life throws me, I always just kind of go to that place in my head and I'm like, I've run 26 miles I can tolerate this nonsense, no matter what it is, whether that's traffic or bad news or whatever else. I know mentally I've done that six times, so I've already put myself through that kind of, you know, (laughs) torture in a sense. And so I just more like, I like doing it again. Anytime I start to feel like I'm losing faith or direction in what I'm doing, I usually will always sign up for a race because I know it'll force me to spend a whole lot of time with my thoughts and work a lot of things out, whether that's for – you know, something I need to do for work or for my side hustle or just something I want to do for myself, that's usually when I will sign up for a race.
2: Yeah, because you know think about it, that's like three hours of alone time.
1: uh uh-huh. Oh gosh for how slow I am. A full marathon's like five. Okay, Good lord. Five. Oh, oh, I, right. was thinking, I was thinking <laughs> the half.
2: I was gonna say half, yes.
1: Yeah. Lots of time to
2: think about what you need on that grocery
0: list at Walmart. Ooh, yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah for sure. <laughs> well, she's not the first person that we just talked to about the physical aspect of how that challenging yourself physically allows you to work through things that come up in job, work, mm-hmm. family, man, the mental stuff. You know, if you've done the physical stuff, the physical pain, you can get through the other stuff a little bit easier. That's
2: yeah. Yeah, that's so true. Mm-hmm. I see, uh, Jill I still don't run. What what are your end goals?
1: Oh gosh my end goals i you know i i'm not a person that necessarily has like a bucket list i more have like a constant list like for the next my mother of course makes us turn in our goals annually of course she does <gasps> uh but that, i would wait what what she does our, our whole life yes every year you got to turn in three goals and then Sweet she will call
0: you mother.
1: summon you home and go over them and see how far you've come on them so i mean i've been doing that how, how old is your Wait,
0: janna
2: does this
1: Uh huh. Oh, yes. Oh, my. Don't be deceived. If you're ever summoned home for like Christmas meal or New Year's meal, (gasps) no, no. You're getting summoned home to look at your goals. (laughs) That is
0: hilarious. This is amazing. That is great. She
1: she hasn't for a whole life. So, I mean, even Ray and Levi, who are my two and one year old nephew, have written goals for the coming year. (laughs)
0: Oh, my. I am so in love with this. This is amazing. (laughs) This is being shared. (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh, so God. it's pretty funny to go back and read you know like we never did get that treehouse dad oh, um or yeah. whatever else was on there but so that's why i don't really have end goals i usually think about things more finite like all right in the next year five years etc not like by the end of it all i want to do x or y or z
0: right okay so with the goals are you having does your daughter do goals now
1: Oh, yes. Are you kidding me? Oh, my gosh. I should send you a picture of her door and her wall and her bathroom mirror. She's more goal-oriented than anybody I've ever met. So she absolutely has goals. (laughs)
0: Has there been one over the years with writing your goals that you don't feel like you achieved to where you wanted it to be?
1: Oh, yeah. Like I always – I set ridiculous goals for myself when it comes to like running races or being consistent with my athletic training or just working out that I have to constantly give myself grace. Like you also have a job and a busy life. Um, but I wish I would make it more of a priority to not explain away like, that didn't happen today. And so I would say that's where I fall short. Always. Like I'll always work the extra hours or do the extra calls more than I will like, Oh, I need to read more or focus on me more. (laughs) Those kind of things.
2: Jill, like if you could speak at any, any event, what event would you want to speak at?
1: Oh, gosh. So I, I do think about that a lot. So I, you know, this about me, Haley, I love the FFA. So yes. I think my speaking event, like my career goal is to speak like at national convention. I've been fortunate mm-hmm. to speak at state conventions. Um, but I would love to speak at national convention. But that being said, like, I've never worked up a topic that I thought is worthy either, because I'm super self critical. So I'm like, Oh, nope, don't even need to try to do that yet. Because I haven't found what I want to talk about yet.
2: Right? Yeah. Because whatever you do there, you want to like knock it out of the park
1: exactly right so that's that would be tough that's the tricky part but i would love to do that but i i feel very fortunate that i get to travel and i also travel for my sorority so i get to speak all over the country to collegiate women doing that kind of work which is also very fun to see lots of college campuses so it's hard to know necessarily what stage
0: so this is where we came full circle with our previous guest Mm -hmm. how he yeah how you knew andrew yeah amber oh yeah yeah Yeah. okay Uh All he's right. the best. He's not bad.
2: He's okay. I mean, they're putting our van on for us. Yeah, but they are putting us they, Whatever. Our
0: first and they, second. Uh, yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I know. This is why
1: I'm extra sad. I'm not there. They're my the they, they favorite humans. They believe they are, in us.
2: They are great people. Yeah. I
0: love
1: them. Uh-huh. Yeah, they're, they're great,
2: fun,
0: great people. Fun family.
2: All right, Jill. Exactly. Um, at the end of all of our podcasts, we kind of ask a few questions. So, sure. do you drink caffeine?
1: Uh, yes. <laughs> all all the caffeines. <laughs> there we go. Uh, definitely, I'm in it. I'm in a job that forces me, ha ha ha, uh, yep. to take, a lot, peop- yep. take <laughs> a lot of people, take a lot of people to coffee, yes. and I joke like I don't know why I didn't get into development a long time ago because it combines all my loves, right? Talking to people, caffeine. Schmoozing. So I, I, definitely take a lot of caffeine.
0: <laughs> yes. What? Well, then, what is your caffeine of choice?
1: Oh, I really like a cold brew coffee if I get to pick.
0: Oh. But honestly,
1: I. I drink a lot of tea and a lot of coffee. I do not drink soda because I think I drank enough Diet Mountain Dew as a kid to float me for life. So I, I do not touch any of the carbonated beverages anymore.
2: Gosh, uh, I'm sorry. Yeah. You just said like your younger years of life. And I'm still just thinking how mean art my aunt is that I don't know about goal setting.
1: I know. Well, trust yeah. me, if you'd like to get in on that, she'd happily add you to the yeah. list. I think, you know, I just want
0: to see this. Yeah.
1: Just, yeah.
2: You know what? We need to get. Um, so Jill's sister is my mom's sister. We need to get that clan of women on here.
1: Oh, yes. 100%. I don't know if we could probably
2: get anything talked about though they're all i don't
1: think you'd get them wrangled vr yeah. or whatever that is when they dial that on facebook video oh message, my it's always a hot mess yeah we
2: have a women's like a
1: stop
0: no you don't
2: facebook group no. and like no. some random aunt will like somehow butt dial everybody oh
0: I guess. and they're all
2: like was it nancy was it Jana? oh it was cindy <laughs>
0: i want to be added i just want to be added i want to be in the background <laughs> when this happens it's
2: hilarious and then like oh God. we're like oh these are our parents it's so awesome yeah. moms <laughs>
0: Yeah, and then when you are their age, you're gonna be like, you're gonna be them. That'll be us. Yes, you will have turned into everything that you were like. Oh, god. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I I think that all the time being forty, I'm like, man, I remember my parents being forty, be like, they're old. Now I'm like, forty is young, young, so young. (laughs) Yeah.
2: right you're not forty. Forty's a baby. Yeah. You are. Yes. I don't believe they're just a baby. Yeah. Yeah. Plenty of time. Yeah. Plenty of time. Um, are you currently watching anything?
1: uh well i am like i know sometimes a shocker i have a few too many irons in the fire that i don't get to watch a lot of tv um but i everybody kept talking about ted lasso so i've finally been watching ted lasso as i have time and i'm thoroughly enjoying that what otherwise
0: what is this on on? whoa whoa whoa
1: ted lasso is on apple tv oh if you're not watching it you have to watch it because it has so many great one-liners so like i keep a list of all the one-liners from ted lasso my favorite so far being I like my teams, like I like my mother's bathing suit and one piece. Um, so it's full of great little I'm quips you up. might want to steal.
0: Oh, okay. I think I've seen. Okay. I haven't seen it, but I've seen about it. Yes. Oh, I do need to watch this.
1: Very funny. Yeah. Very, very funny. But lots of good quotes.
0: Um, this is so good. So good. Um, do you listen to any podcasts? Yeah in your time.
1: oh so i always hate to admit this because i'm a positivity and joy speaker but i listen to a lot of murder podcasts yes that's what i'm talking <laughs> yes. about
2: i'm trying to get lena <laughs> yeah. to, for us to do one here in mccook
1: oh yeah. yeah because
2: you know some of these podcasts they just start up like oh yeah I, I actually grew up here five miles away and then they become there's this house that i want
0: to do a podcast on uh-huh. Oh, that's right. And yeah. Lena's like, oh, I don't know about God, that. No, that kind of stuff. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll listen to it all day long, but to actually be a part, you know, no, I don't. know And then we could stay uh, there because it's no, no, no. We could thing. stay yes. there and record it. No,
1: no, hundred percent <gasps> not supportive. Yes. Uh,
0: That's when you can find your uh, my. I'll have my substitute,
1: Jillian, right. <laughs> okay. Tag, tagging out.
0: Yeah, um, no, that awesome, Doctor added- Death. Doctor I mean, Death is oh so good. Oh my gosh. So
2: and I got good. in on so
0: many new episodes. Oh yeah, mm-hmm.
1: that's good stuff.
2: Um this podcast, Jill. I think you'd like this one. Have you listened to Ghost Cattle?
1: I have not. What's it about? <sighs> what?
2: You need to listen to it. It's about like the, the biggest scandal that with uh, Cody from Washington. Oh with all wow. the Tyson the Tyson cattle. Oh, it no, I is! To to oh that. my, it is so good! It is, and it's so crazy. Like in the AG world, um, it's yeah, it's really good. Ooh, what?
0: Nice. Yeah, to I don't understand. Yeah,
2: go, oh, you haven't? No. Um, I'm trying to think. Like you, well, I just started listening listening to it, and I mentioned it to my dad, and my dad's like, "That's old news." Um, that this happened. It was with Cody. I don't know, It's was the biggest, it was the biggest cattle scandal in the U.S. ever. Or maybe, ah. in, like, in the world. Like, it was $350 billion.
0: Oh, my god. Cattle my scandal. Goodness. It's really good. To,
2: yeah. Um, okay, what? Oh. Okay, we're starting a new thing where each podcast we say yep. one person that we're, we're grateful for today. So, like, yep. I know you're probably grateful for hundreds of people, but just today, who, who are you grateful for and why?
1: Grateful for today. Uh, Gosh, there's so many people. Actually, I know who I'm most grateful for. So my uh, daughter has a teacher at school who is fantastic and has got my daughter re-engaged in loving learning of, like, reading. Mackenzie's never been a reader. And so it's so funny to me how one teacher can change somebody's learning. You know, she's 16. She's had a lot of school between now and then. Mm -hmm. And this one new teacher coming back to teaching who hadn't been teaching here for a while it's just totally reinvigorated her love of that class. And so I'm just really thankful for her just because I think it reminds all of us, like you can have this huge profound impact on a young person's desire to learn or just appreciate content. You know, you just never know when that's going to happen. I appreciate that. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: That's awesome. That's good.
2: mm
0: -hmm. Lena. Um, I would say my friend Michelle and uh, she, Has had a really rough couple years, but she always is still, like, my shining light in all of, like, because I've just known her forever. And so I can pick up the phone and know, even if she has stuff going on, like, we'll get through that. But by the end, we are going to be dying laughing. Like, it's going to be side-splitting. And my girls can always say, I know exactly who you're talking to because you get <laughs> to where you're laughing so hard that no words are coming out. And like and then, But the conversation continues without words, yeah. you know, and it's such a beautiful thing. And I hope and pray for my girls that at some point in their life that they have that kind of friendship that they've had for 20, 30. I mean, we're going on 40 years of being friends. Mm-hmm. So I love That's it. awesome. Yeah. Uh, I, it's funny that you said that because I was also, uh, my good friend
2: Cassie is who I'm going to be thankful for, a friend that I met later on in life. And we we didn't like each other at the beginning. Like okay. we hated each other. And then like, that's mm-hmm. my, we live just like me and you yeah. <laughs> still, <kind> of <laughs> of still, yeah, still debating still love hate. Yep. Uh, 12 <laughs> hours away from each other. But like, I can call her at the drop of a hat and we can talk yep. about whatever we want. No judgment. And exactly. like, we've never, never missed a beat. So yeah. yeah. Miss Cassie, she's a twin. Aww. I don't, I mean, I like her twin, but she's pr- yeah. Cassie's pretty cool. There
0: you go. So, Yeah.
2: This is nice. Um, you know, this you, is nice. I,
0: you know, when you meet Haley, you're just kind of wondering, like, what kind of family does this girl come from? Like, what's all going on, <laughs> you know? And I had a chance to talk to Dewey, you know, and her sister. sponsor. I was love, just listening he, to he, that. Yeah, you know, So, and then meeting you, and I'm like, you know what? She's not so bad. You can come on the next cousin <laughs> trip. Yeah, I think I should. Yeah.
1: hundred percent. This was yes. when I had Are? to take a
0: letty? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Come on, Clay. Step it up. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it was so fun it was so
2: fun oh, but, that's awesome Awesome. well thank you jill so much for joining us hey, today yes thank sure
1: you. thanks lady sorry i was distracted at one point my dog ran in he just came back from the groomers all kinds of things oh so,
0: so he looks all new and fluffy and lovey what kind of dog do you have
1: uh she poo, so it's uh, a cute little thing Oh, Pepper. Get a little out of control with the groomer. So, oh. so I was like, oh, look, you have eyes again. Good to see
2: yep. you, buddy. Yep, I understand that.
0: Yes. <laughs> I,
1: I, uh, I
2: kind of had a similar situation. I forgot today that I was gaining two more children to my group, so they just got oh, dropped yeah. off. I was like, okay. put them in the room on the other side of me. <laughs> nice. <laughs> They're old enough to fend for themselves. So, oh,
0: that's right, throw some cookies at them. Yeah, that's good. yeah. lock the door. They you won't know, leave. Jill, I'd only just met you, but uh-huh. your campus and the students are so blessed and lucky to have you because you just – your voice is just a show, is a light and i think mm-hmm. students need someone like that that's rooting for them and that's kind of pulling them through so thank you for being that person for them
1: hey sure uh, like i said i love it so thank it you
0: shows you can hear it all right
2: jill <laughs> well thank you so much again
1: hey good luck with you guys show today yes thank you, thank you. see ya take care bye, bye.
2: <laughs> Oh, whoa, whoa hey there we go that's how you hang up the phone <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. You no,
0: know, we are semi-professionals. Yeah, we so don't really know. know what we're no, doing here. No. Like our hair and makeup crew, you know, they're <laughs> on break and our uh <laughs> stage managers also. It's just It's rough. One of those days. Yeah. One of those days. That yeah. was so fun. Oh yeah, that voice. I hope yeah. my voice sounds like that and like, I know it Like so doesn't. exciting yes, and like yes, uplifting. Yeah, like, no, every every because when I listen
2: when I listen to this, I'm like,
0: yeah, pick it up a notch and wake up. Yeah, yeah, yeah hey, uh,
2: she, she chewing tobacco
0: while she talks on that thing. Like what the heck? No,
2: that was so positive and uplifting.
0: Yeah, that's good stuff. Someone to check out. For sure. For people that need to like to check something out, like to bring to their workplace.
2: Yeah. Yes. I definitely. Um, I think her website, I'll actually, I think it's www.collisionsofawesomeness for sure. Check that out. Yeah. Um, also have it in the show notes. Um, we we did a shout out, right? Uh, to Edward Jones, Emily Smith. Uh,
0: Not this one. I don't think we did. I don't, know, did. I don't um,
2: know. But huge, huge thank you to our sponsor, Emily yes. Smith from Edward Jones and Altus. You can follow her on Facebook. I think it's, uh, you know what, we'll just share it to our page. And we'll also share yeah. uh, Jill's page too, collisionsofawesomeness.com for any of your public speaking engagements. You know, I, I know I work in a place where they hire people to do this. And yeah. it would be pretty cool to have her come this way. Yep. Yeah. Um, well, Lena, I'm glad you got to see me today. Kobza, uh, it's been a good day. It's
0: been a good day. It was a good show. It was a good show.
2: I have to go to the bathroom.
0: So, well, way know. too much Alani. It's time to sign on out of here then.
2: <laughs> All right. Well, thank you everybody for listening to another episode of Coaching Caffeine and Comedy and I'm your host. Kaylee Kopes. <laughs> She's Louise and I'm Lena. Yeah, here we go. Shoot. Why do why, I need to, I need to learn how to do this. Where it sounds like really good when we switch it. Okay, let's try this again. Okay, thank you, everybody, for listening to another episode of Coaching Caffeine and Comedy. I'm your host, Haley Kobza. And I'm Lena. Okay, there we go. To the people, spread
1: it across the country. Labels out here, and now they can't tell me nothing. We give it to the people, spread it across the country.
0: Can we go back? This is the moment.